This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at ivypod.com. We are Ivy Podcast on Twitter, Ivy Pod on Facebook, and mail at ivypod.com is our email. Let's begin episode 55 of the Ivy Alternative Podcast. <coughs> <coughs> Hi, John. Hey, Clayton. What's up? Not much. That was a good intro, I think. I yeah. I think you knocked it out of the park. The second one was the better than the first. <laughs> you didn't need to tell him that. Whoops. Yeah. We've arrived at episode 55, yep. so that's that's nice. Weird. And I got nothing. Got nothing? Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. I got our sponsor. So, we got the music machine as our sponsor this week, so I'm going to do the first yeah. read. Good timing. Once again, this week, we are sponsored by the Musical Powerhouse, the music machine out of lovely LaSalle, Illinois. Music at an event is important. Have you ever been to a wedding where there was no dancing without the right mix of music? An event can really go sour. So we recommend the music machine. They have, a to- they have been a top DJ service in the Illinois Valley for over 23 years. Uh, we get the word out <laughs> that they are filling up for the fall. So no, if you we got the word. yeah we got the word that they are filling up for the fall. <laughs> if you need a musical boost for your event, we recommend that you call fast and often. Just good idea. Just go to their website. Uh, website. You can actually check your event availability there. You just plug in your date, and they'll tell tell you if they're open. It's as easy as that. If you just go to uh, mmdjpros uh, pros dot com mmdj prs.com you can check your event availability and they'll hook you up yeah if if, also, if if they're open book them book them that's right get 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 in while the getting's good mm-hmm. yeah and call them 815-223-6635 or did you already say that i didn't oh well there you go did you do their email address no mmdj402 at yahoo.com nice. <laughs> <laughs> MMDJPros.com. Get it fast. Get them good. All right. So, yeah. Thank you, Music Machine, for sponsoring this week's show. Now let's move on to what we got. What do we got? There's a a lot. I mean, you know, we're in the right before school starting back up. It's been a pleasant summer so far this year. Yeah, pretty mild, I would say. And there's kind of a lot of news going on, so we're not really doing any guest or anything this week this is our week away uh without an interview and we're right, we're just right. there's been a, actually a lot going on so i don't know and what, i have to public service announcement oh that's not really correct whatever burgoo we talked about no. it the past couple shows unfortunately the burgoo event has been canceled right not the event just us going to the show right maybe next year maybe i hope it's the big show, after all. Right. We, we got to be there. Right, but we, we're going to miss it. We have a. I think this is a fair excuse. Prior obligations. Yeah, your wife's birthday. Right. My kid's birthday. Right. And we'll be at a wedding the night before. Right. So I'm sure we'll be. Out, an out of town wedding. Right. Exactly. Not too far, but. Yeah. So a lot of things were weighing against a us. Hotel you know, wedding. when I first. When, yeah, have hotel wedding. Anybody's weddings. been to a hotel wedding? Would you want to be? Setting up a table at eight o'clock. Five a.m. Yeah, getting getting leaving, getting up at five a.m. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do it. So neither do we. So we apologize. Yeah, sorry, we apologize. No, no tchotchke, uh things to give away for that event. Right, that's a big one though. I, I think that I mean that's probably I mean probably over a hundred times bigger than the uh, the one we did for the oh yeah canal canal market. Right, it easily with that number of people. We'll get there someday, Clayton. Just not this year. <laughs> you feel bad about it. We should not, you well, know, but speaking we of... We should be uh, talking big, about what we're not going to do. No, right, yeah. What we're going to do. Well, <laughs> you know what? I have been, we have been to... There have been a lot of, like you said, events and news going on. Right. Uh, I don't know. I didn't check out the Riverfest. That was a couple weeks ago. But uh, I, I did go to the suite. I got caught in the yeah. uh, parade traffic. Like a moron. Oh, sure. Yeah. Poor decisions because... being made. <laughs> <laughs> 
they, cursing at the parade. Yeah, well, they block the one way, and then they they run two lanes of traffic with cones down one of the one ways in downtown Ottawa, and it can take you like as much as twenty five minutes just to get through it one way. Yeah, that's rough. Mm-hmm. It's your own fault though for doing it. No, for living on the south side. Yeah, I earned it. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what do you you went to the the sweet corn festival? Yes, I like to check out the Sweet Corn Fest. I didn't get to have any corn this year, which I always like to have some corn, but that didn't work out. Really? But I did go to bring the kids, ride on some rides, and get some food. So it was a good time. Yeah. That's a, I was a little bit a disappointed, though. It was. Yeah, I was they, disappointed, though. You know, I was explaining, I think, on the last show about the, the rides at the Oglesby Days thing or Fun Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't have wristbands at the Sweet Corn Fest. The kids just didn't get to ride as many rides. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guys. Yeah, it was too bad. Right. I tell you what, though, one of those rides had me freaked out. The kids really wanted to do it. It was like one of those swings, you know, that just go around in circles. They get in the swings. Yeah, those, that's except a classic carnival ride. It, it is a classic ride, except for this particular version of the swings. It was almost the, the, the chairs looked like lawn chair, like plastic lawn chairs. Go to Ben. And, and they know. had like. These big cutouts in the back, and they were letting really small kids go on there. And well, my little guy, he, he really right wanted to go the on there, but he, yeah, he could have squeezed right through there right. just because of the force of it. But uh, so yeah, they didn't go on that one. Good for you. Just told them they weren't big enough. There you go. That's smart. So that yeah. Have you had any sweet corn this year? They ha- they had it at Handy Foods, ten cents an ear. I have. Yeah. That's a, that's a good Foods. deal, right? It sounds good deal to me. <laughs> Ten for a dollar? Yeah, that seems great. But what, I didn't how do you buy cook it? I was like, I already had some. I, I'm not. I like it, but not worth all the trouble. <laughs> yeah, I've had it a few times so far, uh, and it's been very, very good. Can't complain. Oh yeah, we're lucked out. Corn looks do you have good a to trick? <laughs> do you have a trick to how you do it? Would eat it or how you cook it? No, not really. I uh, I did read. I, I looked it up. Because I've made it before, and I, you just make it in the microwave, and it tastes great. You know, it's a re- it's good. You know, but instead of putting salt in the water, you could put sugar in it or something. Oh, that's how I always do it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm I'm no, a big no fan. One taught me that one. It's probably yeah. maybe they did, and I forgot. I used to cook it for five minutes boiling, mm-hmm. toss it in when it's boiling. Now I only do it for about three ish. Turns out. It'll be a little bit more crackly. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my recommendation. Crackly's good. Yeah, I like to pop when you bite into mm-hmm. it. They had a contest at the Sweet Corn Fest. I would love to get into that. Although with my fake teeth, I get a little concerned that I shouldn't push it. Why? Oh, yeah. You'd, you'd have to get, get them fixed if something I don't know. I just get nervous. Not all your teeth are fake, by the way. It's just you have like caps or something, right? Yes, just the front two, which are essential for corn eating. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe they're better than regular teeth. <laughs> Maybe the like bionic the, like the PEDs of the uh, fast fast food corn eating <laughs> contest. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> he's got fake teeth. They're gonna all the the pros are gonna look down on you. Yeah, that's not fair. He can't let him in. PEDs, right? Or PETs. PETs. <laughs> Performance enhancing uh, teeth. <laughs> well, that that's good though. Yeah. Oh, and supposedly there was a gang fight at the Sweet Corn Fest, so not right. all things were fun. Oh yeah. You see that? Probably not going to be our only mention of gangs on this show either, potentially. Mm. So according to at nt underscore Mendota Tamara Abby or Tamara Tammy Tammy Abby, she tweeted something about there being a gang fight, police, and all sorts of stuff. So hopefully it was just a misunderstanding. Yeah. By two young gentlemen. Yeah. Perhaps one scuffed, uh, you know, rival sneaker or something. Could have happened. It was just a verbal altercation. I don't know. Try not to worry <laughs> about it. Me neither. Right. But there was some, I mean, the, there was a, a lot of actually serious news, and not to, like, make light of, of a potential gang fight, because no one likes to see that. It's it's a problem. But there there was some other sad news in the Illinois Valley, too. Cause, and, and actually, there, there was two stories where police dogs were, actually died one in peru was tragic the dog died in a car accident and and they actually a dog in the streeter police department died just unexpected unexpectedly and i'm not sure what the cause was so it was kind of weird within uh you know a week of each other basically yeah i was a little bit hesitant when you brought these or put these in the dock just because dogs dying this is sad stuff well yeah no it's, it's a hot button issue 
Uh, like people, people have opinions, but the, the, the thing that the streeter police dog is sad because it just, it, it was relatively young. And, and then I believe the press release or whatever from the streeter police departments basically said, you know, the dog died unexpectedly of natural causes. And, and just for the record, it's under warranty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all the dog lovers were outraged by this statement. And yeah, right. Maybe well, they it's shouldn't just, have it's used a, those words. Right. It, do you think maybe it's a language a language barrier like a, a what's the word I'm looking for? I think uh, just the wrong choice of words maybe. Well, insurance instead of warranty. If they said the dog had life insurance, yeah, people could. It would sound because people die. Sure. And, and I don't think they put in the paper whether or not the dog or the person had a. Don't worry, folks. He had a big uh, life insurance policy, but this dog apparently had a warranty, so it's not going to cost the police department anything because they're worth. I don't know, eighteen, twenty thousand dollars or something. This one, yeah, this one was right around twelve. Twelve. Yeah, still, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it was all from donations too. Right. That's. Yeah. I, I, it should. They should have said it had. I mean, I don't know. It rubbed a lot of dog lovers the wrong way, which is kind of funny. He died of hemorrhagic gastroenteritis. Not good. I don't know. Sad stuff. Yeah. Well, and then the the worst one was in Peru that there was actually a armed robbery taking place at at the Verizon store in Peru, and police officer was responding to an armed robbery call, which I can imagine probably doesn't happen very often in Peru. Jeez, hardly ever. Right, and it was at the corner of Thirty uh, Sixth Street and Two Fifty One, I believe. And he the, was the actual crash yeah. was yes, and the the dog died from injuries sustained in the accident where the I'm not sure which direction the car was coming from. Yeah, I'm night. not sure either. I, I assume, you know, so if you're at, I, I assume it's the the east-west road. Right. Because, yeah, you know, I'm they were responding the one to this. by Wendy's. Is that 36th Street? I don't know if it's that one or the one where Fulmer's is, the, the gas station, the old Kmart and all that stuff. That's what I thought. I'm not really sure, though. But, yeah, it sounds like it was a pretty bad well, wreck. And, like, and they right. actually named the police officer in the News Tribune article, and it was Art Smith. Yeah, we know Art. Yeah, we he's, he's a, a dedicated police officer, and and I, it was just one of those incidences where I don't I don't think you can blame. I'm not sure how the who, what the story was with the driver that hit him, but you know he was doing his job by responding to a call, an armed call, you know, and he happened to get basically t-boned. It sounded like you know just someone yeah. hit him hard, and the dog, I think, was thrown from the car. Oh, not good. No, and. and you know, it's too bad, but this the sad part is that you can't really pin it on anybody other than the actual criminals, which is a whole different story. And that's exactly who it will be pinned on, too. Because that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not to, That's a law. I know we talked about that on a previous show, I think, that there's – if something happens uh, even indirectly as a result of a crime, it can be pinned on the perpetrators or whatever. So, yeah, those guys, if they can catch them – They'll get charged for second degree Third. murder, whatever, of a police dog. Right, and it, it, it is the uh, intersection by Fulmer's there, and it is a class three felony. It's not a murder is the crime Sorry. causing the death of a police service animal. Class three okay. felony carrying two to five years in prison on top of whatever charges that would stem from, you know, armed armed robbery of a cell phone store, which is I, the, very creepy. It, it appears that there might be. It's kind of a, a trend uh, in among certain types that would go out and do an armed robbery. Well, it sounds like these guys are supposedly a uh, semi-organized gang. Yeah, exactly. Crew. They're going pirates. around the Midwest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's you know that's the only thing you know the the dog dying is extremely sad, but it is overshadowing the fact that there was an armed robbery right. here in Peru. It's it's wild. If you if you Google cell phone robberies, Illinois. Or cell phone store robberies, Illinois. A whole dozen stories or more pop up, you know, over the last handful of months, and it's just a thing. People, that's another place to rob where there's, you know, four, you know, a couple hundred bucks in some cases where you know you can probably walk away with three to five thousand dollars worth of merchandise. Sure. Just by flashing a gun. Yeah, they're gonna get them eventually. We hope. Right. Well, there's no security in them. You know, they do have cameras, and and actually the police i'm pretty sure has a good crew of detectives and whatnot and they're able to access a lot of you know 
film footage, and hopefully they'll get some license plate or something from. Well, see, people. I think they actually they're early. Some of the early things on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff were made it sound like they had a pretty good visual of the guys' right. faces, and, and they knew what kind of a van they were driving to, which. I don't know if you saw this too, because I was trying to find it on Facebook right before we got on the air here. Mm -hmm. But there was a Facebook, one of the very initial Facebook posts, you know, where the they posted, you know, hey, the police have uh, announced that uh, you know this thing happened, and they said, you know, the criminals uh, have been identified as two black males in their mid to late twenties driving a such and such style van blue van mm -hmm. or I think something like that. It's a light and, yeah. But the thing was and I this is what I was looking for. Blue screen Chrysler minivan. Here come the local uh Facebook trolls. There was somebody on there who was like, That's racist uh, to say that that <laughs> you identify them right. as black males and I was just like, You got me friggin' kidding me. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and everybody, you know, of course, teed off on that person as they should have. But I mean, come on, people. Keep a lookout, folks. I don't know, but it, it, it's one of these things, and even though they'll, they'll probably never get caught, who knows? But it's, it's too bad. And it, it, that that sort of incidents too. I mean, even the person that ran into the cop car, you feel kind of bad for. Keep your head up when you're driving, I guess, because it kind of made it sound oh, like, well, sure. they didn't see it or hear it. It's like, oh wow, that's a you know, a, a tricky intersection could be dangerous, yeah. you know, so. They better get those crooks. Bring them to justice. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they're looking at an extra two to five years just for the police dog dying on the way to to bust them. But there's been a lot of nice stuff. There, the response here in town, because uh, well, I'm in Peru, so response here in Peru has been very heartwarming. You know, lots of things mm -hmm. uh, remembering the dog. It's, it's very nice. I keep saying the dog. It has a name, or he has a name. Maybe it's a girl. Callie? Callie was the dog's name. I don't know if that's boy or girl. Sounds like a girl. I don't know. They address the gender in the article. A female, Belgian Malinois. Huh. I don't know how you say that. Kaylee? Callie? Callie? Kaylee? Kaylee? Cooley? I don't know. Yep. That's all we got. For the dog stories, so that's that's our sad stuff for tonight. Right. Let's move on. Let's get off the sad stuff. I thought I would. I was making light of it when I called them cell phone pirates. You know that maybe that's a what the news stories I'll start calling them. <laughs> oh, you're trying to start an internet? Yeah, a meme. meme? Yeah, cell phone maybe. pirates. Seriously, if, if you don't need to go sounds... on one, don't. Like if you're for, you have them FedEx you your phone. There's no reason to go to that store and talk to the idiots that work at them. <laughs> I I. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to. Yeah, if, if you're listening to this and you work at one, we're we're, we're apologizing. We are, we're sorry, but I, I I tend to agree only because I've had nothing but bad experiences at the Verizon store. I love my Verizon phone. <laughs> yeah, you know I like my Verizon phone and my Verizon service and all that good stuff, but my experiences in those stores has never been good. Yeah, oh me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I apologize. I, I just, uh, it's it's annoying. Well, and, and I, I'm not saying their job's easy, and I think that's part of the problem is they're 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 going against the stacked deck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yet. I don't know how else to put it. So I don't think we need to dwell on that at all. But no, but I will tell you this: um, you go there in person, set up a new cell phone service, yeah, or even transfer or get a new phone. You could be there for at least an hour. <laughs> right. You do it online. I had it done in like 15 minutes. Right. It was great. Uh-huh. I was like so excited. They'll overnight your phone for free. Oh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> they will. There it is. We, Two days later, did, a day later, whatever. So. I didn't expect the podcast to go here, but it did. Yeah. Well, hey, sometimes things kind of work themselves out, you know. <laughs> right. You know, I we, we, uh, we forgot to mention or we didn't forget. We were going to come to it on a totally different – getting off the uh, sad stuff. <laughs> we, we, we haven't had, covered it all, John. Have Oh, <laughs> well, gosh. Okay, well, let's break up the sad stuff. Right, then. that sounds good. Okay, uh, let's let's talk a little music for a second. Okay. Uh, we were – you know, last show we had Scotty James from A Terra Tale. Awesome interview. That was a really good time. Great. Um, but we also had a – Another band here locally 
kind of contacted us to let us know about an upcoming event. They're called Curb 11, and they've got an EP release party coming up uh, this weekend. So this is we're recording this on August 12th. This podcast should go live on the 15th, I think. Yeah, no, 14th. So on the 17th or 18th, looks like they're having a big party for they have their first album being released. So good for them. Uh, they're they're going to be, where are they going to be? I don't even know where they're going to be. I'm on their page right now. But uh, check them out on Facebook or, or they've got a website too. But Facebook, you know, you know, that's easy to find people on Facebook. Type in Curb 11, local band here in the Illinois Valley. They've got a party. First album coming out. Check them out. Had to give them that plug. But, oh, yeah, and check out A Terra Tale, too. Right. That was a good time with their interview. And I think they just announced got a, their second album coming out. Yeah, they're working on it. And, you know, we got a lot of really good feedback uh, from that song we played. Yeah. Everybody I good. talked to who heard it was like, yeah, that was a great song. So, awesome. Good IV music. Mm-hmm. Moving on, I suppose. Right, John? Sure. Okay. That's fine by me. Well, let's. I mean, I think that the biggest story that came out of the Illinois Valley, because probably a lot of national press uh, from you know Ottawa, this incident uh, was that there was a stunt at Skydive Chicago where a man jumped out of a plane in a coffin, handcuffed, and I don't know. You probably know a little more about it than me, and and yes. freed himself. It was a, a magician's trick or. Whatever. He's an escape artist. Right. Okay. Not an illusionist or any of that kind of stuff. He's an escape artist. So I'm trying to find the page myself here uh, to get the guy's name. Oh, yeah. Do you have it in front of you? Well, they had an article. Anthony the, Martin. Yeah, in the Huffing, Huffington Post about him. So, I mean, if it made it on HuffPo, it's got to be important. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just that one. It was on all the right. – I saw it on CBS, NBC, Fox, all that right. stuff, that, You know, even outside of the Chicago right. networks. Or the Chicago local station. So, yeah, big deal. I, I guess supposedly uh, Rook Nelson from Skydive Chicago, he was on Facebook saying that this was like one of the most hit uh, items on Google for that particular day. Right. And you can see why. I mean, if you, anybody saw the video of it, it's really cool. Uh, there's a couple of, there's a, actually, there's a lot of videos out there. Um, one of them actually has an interview with Rook. So that was cool. To see him in action, but uh, yeah, we're big fans of Rook. Yeah, because I yeah, mean, he cool. came on. And he's probably, I, I, I feel like, our the most interesting sort of like guess. I guess we've had on that that just sort of had a, a really different perspective, or I, in my head at least, maybe maybe it's nothing really, but kind of a unique life, if you will. Like That's it, for sure. Yeah, and well, he trained this guy for weeks leading up to this big event. On to do the skydiving part of it. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, he did personally. Uh, yeah, that's why he was interviewed because he did all the training for him directly. And it doesn't say. I don't know if it says. I think I might have saw it in one of the articles that you know he did. I'm pretty sure they launched out of Skydive Chicago because some of the video things say courtesy of Skydive Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I bet they did. Um, and obviously Rook, of course, being the owner there, so it, it had to be launched there. But otherwise, they talk about Serena, Illinois, I think, which. I Maybe think that's, that's just because that's landed. where he, Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's exactly right. That's where he landed. But right. Oh, it's cool because they have people like holding the casket. Is yeah. it okay to call it a casket? I guess. I don't know. Coffin. A box, whatever. Yeah, coffin box. And they, they kind of like there was like uh, towel bars or pull-up bars hanging on the edge of it. And there's kind of hanging, holding it so it wasn't just spinning completely out of control. Right. And then, then he sort of breaks free and lands like a pro. Yeah, when he breaks free, it's neat because it's like he explodes out of the box and the box goes shooting away. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. Check it out uh, online on the YouTube. It looks like there's some sort of drag on the box that sort of. Yeah, it looks like maybe like a safety shoot or something <laughs> hanging, you know, mm-hmm. just to help stabilize it a little bit. Right. That's kind of an interesting thing that sort of the, the dynamic, like how they've envisioned and planned for it. And I, I, you would assume that it probably worked out pretty close to what they wanted it to be like. Oh, yeah, I don't know if they could have asked for any better. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Good event. They do. The Skydive Chicago is a, a huge. I mean, they have their own fireworks. I mean, I don't know what that means, but it means they, they have a big audience and a really top. If it, if you're one of the premier skydiving locations in the U.S., doesn't that kind of mean that you're up there in the world? 
I would think so. And it, like with those guys, and as you know, as Rook had told us in that show, I mean, those guys, they're always trying to break records. They're doing those huge formations. They got just lots of pro skydivers, which kind of leads to our next thing, the sad news. The one more sad bit of news oh. we had to talk about tonight was that, unfortunately, someone out there, uh, a pro skydiver, did die recently, um, just before all this stuff happened. Um, with the uh, summer fest and this guy jumping out of the casket thing, mm-hmm. um, sounds like a there's a pro skydiver. We should find her name quick. Stephanie Give Ego. Her credit. Thank you. Sounds like she was a pretty hardcore skydiver. Um, even a she, even when she wasn't skydiving, what it wasn't drag she racing. Like a, yeah, drag racer. She's, she's definitely an extreme individual. And sadly, uh, something happened with her shooting. Uh, she did not make it. Right. So it doesn't really say. Just as says a skydiving accident, and, and she made her mark as a drag racer uh, after. And this can't can't make this up. But she got into drag racing after watching the movie The Fast and the Furious. Wow. Mother said. And, oh, and just to be clear, because you know we mentioned skydive Chicago, and of course you know there's always the uh, this I thing that as we talked about in the other show that oh everybody dies out in skydive Chicago that sort of stuff. Well. Yeah, this was a professional skydiver. Yeah, she had over a thousand jumps. Yeah, she packed her own chute because I know people are immediately going to be jumping on. On actually, I haven't seen much of this so far, but you would assume people are going to be kind of saying the old thing. Oh, see, people people always die out there. Right, but they forget that they do tens of thousands of jumps every year. So, right, it's it's a dangerous sport, and Rook will tell you that. So, no sense dwelling on it. I mean. I'm not sure what happened here. I mean, it, it could have been any number of things from, but and then it was kind of unfortunate. It seemed like Skydive Chicago I didn't really want to comment on it, and I think that kind of rubbed some folks the wrong way. And I could see, it, I could see and understand why that would be. Sure. You know, hey, if they they didn't want to talk about it, why should we? I guess I, maybe it's our job. That's right. We talk about the tough stuff here. Right. I mean, not really. I I don't know if we really have a job. <laughs> <Not really. John. laughs> What do you mean? This is full time. Yeah, every other week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, sad story. And I, I, I wasn't trying to like poke fun at this woman. I mean, she's obviously kind of a a, a really neat and pro- probably a, an amazing person to be sort of a risk taker, like a thousand jumps and a drag racer and just sort of a grab life by the balls type of woman, you know. And I, you got to respect that. And it's unfortunate that that's kind of how she went out. Or it's exactly how she would want to go out. Exactly. If you're you know? going to go out, you might as well go out like that. And Yeah. I got a lot of people think that. So. Well, okay, now we are done with the sad stuff. Right, officially. right. I think we are. I, I think you're – that's it. Let's end it. Done with the sad stuff. Moving on. I don't really have a whole lot of other local stuff. I, I heard through the grapevine that there is a uh, – Karis Mansion's got some kind of a – thing coming up at the end of the month a big charity event so wanted to mention that i'll try to get more information maybe we'll talk about it on the next show Mm -hmm. yeah otherwise you know go bears yeah first preseason game last friday i forgot about it until like 9 30 because when i left work i was like all right do bears game tonight (laughs) and then did you did you record it no and you know what i'm glad i didn't because it doesn't mean anything Oh yeah, no, of course not. No, and I saw the end. Fun. I saw that Blanchard fella and some running back I never heard of. It was fine. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, my take on it was the offense looked, you know, okay, I guess. Although Cutler threw an interception for his play of the game, yeah. it was kind of funny. But uh, I don't know. Personally, I liked seeing uh, Michael Bush healthy. Uh, he's he's uh, a just, he's a bulldozer, man. I, I, yeah, I just like seeing him run. He was he was fun. good when he was on uh, Oakland, and and he he could be good for the Bears if he could stay healthy. And yeah, that, I, I hope so. I just think this year the dynamic of him and Forte, the the difference in the running styles, I think is just just really cool. Mm-hmm. Want to go, you know, dance around and spin around and make people look silly? Throw Forte out there if you want to run people down, mm-hmm. like steamroll them. Put out Michael Bush. It's awesome. But, uh, yeah. Oh, and who else stood out at me? There was one other guy. The wide receiver? No, I was thinking of the line, the new linebacker. Oh, uh, uh, the, the guy from Florida. Yeah, I'm having a mind blank. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I wasn't in Bears no. mode. I was in podcast mode. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, uh, Bolt. 
Bolston. Ah, dang it. John, you got me. Ah, okay. You could edit this out. Linebackers. What was his name? Yeah, Bostick. John Bostick. John Bostick. He looked good. It's from Florida. Rookie. Right. Looking good. Yeah, and they said he had the big interception return, right? Yes. And he had a chances to make other big plays, but he also, you know, allowed a touchdown too, so. Yeah. They're good. I, 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 the offensive line's scary, every, just like every other year. <laughs> yeah. And That's Jay Cutler true. is probably going to get concussed at some point this year because he's yeah. going to get obliterated, obliterated. Every year. Yeah. I just hope. It, it, you never know. Uh, they might win 12 games and get a bye. And that's when things get interesting because you only need a win. You know, you just a little run, man. And all of a sudden you're holding the trophy. That's right. New head coach. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Fantasy but, football uh, on the docket too for us. John's going oh. in whole hog to fantasy football this year. Yeah, I'm getting in your big one. It's a new, so, it's a new league we're doing, so it should be interesting. Yeah, yeah we're fantasy football nerds. Back off, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, not, it, it, it's just fun. It's, it's, comes around a little you know in the in the fall and winter and it just makes makes for the season for me i think it's good times if you say so right you're usually <laughs> not that good right it's like a donation for me but whatever right. you know, you're, yeah you know all this podcast money coming in oh sure yeah <laughs> speaking of that let's take a break and come back with our sponsor sounds good next all right we'll be right back Made it, made it through there. So, uh, yeah, we're done talking about sad stuff. We're done talking about people dying. We're done talking about dogs dying. Let's move on to our favorite segments of the show. But before we do that, we got to do one more read, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, yeah, Music Machine. Do you need some help with music at an upcoming event? We recommend checking out the Music Machine. We got some firsthand exposure to the Music Machine at a recent wedding. And they did an awesome job. I remember there was a lot of people on the dance floor, so that's always a good sign. Not only that, but they do the Sound for Dreamwave Wrestling. Uh, and I've been to quite a few of those, and the sound is always kicking. So really good place or a good place to go for, really, to add any awesome sound music, whatever, to your event. Uh, they have been DJing for over 23 years, and they can handle anything. Weddings? Parties, charity events, dances, and I did find out, Clayton, they do not do video dances. <laughs> but, but <laughs> I did find that That's out. That's what so, we should uh, do for our first like big public event, a video dance. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> See if we can rent the gym at Prue Washington. <laughs> <laughs> old, kicking it old school. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, yeah, Music Machine, uh, you can find out their event availability right on their website. Just go to mmdjpros, mmdjpros.com. You can call them, 815-223-6635. Try to get a hold of them quick, because if you got an event in the fall, uh, they're running out of availability. So Music Machine, get them on your event. Get them, get them, get them like to you your say, event. Get them on get them on it. you got to say their name a bunch of times. Isn't that the point of this? Music Machine. Right? Oh, gosh. You know, some of those on AM radio when they do, like, right. the ads. Oh, it drives me nuts when they do some of those. The music Machine, Music Machine, Music right. Machine, Music Machine. They just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. I could go off. Just well, I, I, I listen to a lot of the score. So, you know, AM radio, sports radio. Oh, so same. many annoying commercials. Yeah. Anyway, oh, before we move on to our usuals, 
while we were on break, I got a couple of tidbits of information here. Mentioned the Curb 11. They've got their big EP coming. I got some information directly from the source, uh, Jeff Grubich, who is the guy from, he has a company called Audio Out, free plug for him, who's actually did the mixing for their record. And he uh, he has it on here that they've got their Curb party is August 17th at the Gunsmoke Grill in Cedar Point. See, um, yeah, Cedar Point, yeah, Cedar Creek Ranch in Cedar Point. That's August 17th, so uh, yeah, check them out there. And uh, the other tidbit of information was actually from Jay over at the Music Machine, uh, letting us know that the music for the Karis Mansion event at the end of the month is on what day? It's at, well, there's stuff going all day. Well, shoot. <laughs> he sent me this message, but it doesn't actually have the date. I'm going to have to give him some crap. Okay. I'm going to follow up. <laughs> That's Shoot. funny. I'm sorry, John. I, I could have looked it, it up. I'll edit in some time. The mansion event will be at? Saturday, August 31st. Music starts at 3 p.m. Cody Calkins, 4 p.m. Alex Dittmer, 5 p.m. Omer Izgi. Ooh, 7 p.m., the Juke Joint Years, hosted by The Wizard. Nice. Neat. Admission for the full day, 15 bucks or 5 bucks for individual concerts. All goes to a good cause. Check it out. Where's it at? Thank you for asking. It is at the Hagler Karras Mansion. Uh, all right, let's get to the regular stuff. Sounds good. What do we got? Podcasts, or what do you want to do, podcasts or apps? Uh, let's do podcasts first that sounds okay. good you didn't have any on here no i don't I, I i've been listening to podcasts i just haven't added any to our doc john oh well you like uh, to i know had about a, i <laughs> i had a recommendation from uh johnny durango oh yeah uh, who actually he voyaged here from hollywood he was here uh just this last weekend uh caught up with him hooked him up with you know one of our ivy pod thing thingies special chop- gifts Special gifts, yes. He wore it as a ring, so he has Ivy Pod power. That was very cool. But uh, yeah, speaking of him, he has—he's actually—he's—he uh, is working on getting his movie in some of the local theaters. So we'll have more info on that later. Right. But he, I, we, he recommended. What's that? We're hoping that we can be uh, on the premises or be there for the live premiere. That's kind Hell of yeah. our goal. Uh, one of the things that we're working towards, hopefully, getting yeah, set definitely. up. I want a badge that says press yeah exactly <laughs> but he recommended a podcast for me uh it was alex winter on the nerdist uh which i did check it out that's a it is a good one it's a i liked it because you know alex winter is the guy who played what's see, the name of the Ted? show john what show the podcast yeah, it's Al- oh, it's just, the nerdist oh it's oh I, I thought you were mentioning another like a guy who's on the nerdist has his own show Oh no 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 no! It was actually the Nerdist, but the, and it was the guest. Oh, uh, right on. He was the guest on the show, Alex Winter, who who played. It was in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He played, uh, I guess, Ted. Okay. Next to Keanu Reeves. So, but you know, so you think of that guy, you think of you know Ted being you know right, kind of like a even guy and all that. than Keanu Reeves. Yeah, but the, actually, in real life, he's like nothing like that. Of course, um, cool. he's a director. An actor. He stopped acting a long time ago, and now just directs. And he did a he did a documentary about I think Napster and that era of the internet and stuff. It's really interesting. They talked about early internet. It was just kind of brought back memories of what the internet was like when it first came out, and um, just what Napster brought to people when it first came out. And it's a cool talk. Cool talk. I'd recommend it. All right. I, I'm a fan of the Nerdist. Uh, what's the, who's the host of the Nerdist? What's his name? Chris Hardwick. Hardwick. He's hosting Talking Breaking Bad or Talking Bad, the, yeah, the half-hour yeah. show that follows a- after their new show, uh, Low Winter Sun, I think is the name of it. Okay. Um, after Breaking Bad on Sundays on AMC, they have the show Talking Bad, and the host is Chris Hardwick, and apparently he's a huge fan of Breaking Bad, but uh, <laughs> and also the host of The Nerdist. So Correct. He, see, he gets around. like he, They have a show on uh, Independent Channel, IFC. Independent film channel. Yeah, he who the nerdist. Yeah, yeah, he get he's yeah he's doing all right. Works hard. Yeah, Do you know his dad's a pro bowler? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. If anybody who's listened knows that, but I always found that to be like an intriguing father figure. Like that was <laughs> he became a comedian comedian slash uh, 
host and, and just all around, you know, hardworking guy. And his dad was a pro bowler. This is a neat, yeah, a neat awesome. story. Yeah. And he actually, yeah, he ties that into his show. Every once in a mm-hmm. while they do their, their bowl offs where they'll invite people from different shows to take him and his, his team on. Nice. <laughs> for bowling. It's all, you know, celebrity bowling matches. It's cool. Yeah. That's Alex any... Winter on. Uh, well, I, I I liked your next one, but I, I don't want to steal that one, John. Oh no, go ahead and jump right into it. It's it's a, it's a really good. It was a rebroadcast. It was a good one. Yeah, that's an older one. It was a Freakonomics podcast uh, rebroadcast of the upside of quitting. Uh, I think this was from a, maybe over a year ago. Uh, not that that's real old. And uh, Freakonomics has hour long episodes, maybe maybe. 10 times a year it may be a little yeah. less than that usually they're very short yeah you, you all because they're from apm public media that they go on the radio and that's all it's just a rebroadcast of what they do on the npr station basically right but th- this one is really interesting and, and, and sort of kind of reminds people that quitting sometimes is okay and yeah they have yeah a, there's a... a really great story about an ex-major league baseball player yeah exactly because yeah that you know in our country always or pressed as a, at a very young age, you know, never quit, you know, never give up and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's times when, yeah, like you said, it's maybe it is the better choice. At times it is. on the situation you, you're in. But, uh, yeah, the they had a thing about the the majors and just the percentages and the stats that of people who get drafted into the, ma- into the majors or into the, the farm systems, right. the number of people who make it and, and the long road that sometimes some of these guys can go on. Like they had an interview with a guy who had been in, he was in a, some independent league. He'd been playing for 16 years and he still thought, you know, he could make it to the majors. Right. It's it, kind of sad yeah. and really. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and especially this day and age where we're seeing a sort of a, a, a ton of young talent making it to the big leagues at you know really young ages, you know, Starlin Castro's and, you see Puge and all those guys, you know, like that, that just tons of young talent just pouring into the league. And if you're 30, it's probably time to hang them up. Yeah. If you haven't made it. Yeah. Yet. If you haven't made it to the show and the, all the stories and movies and everything, obviously kind of point this out. So we, I don't think we need to dwell on it, but that was a perfect example of why it, it, as a baseball player, why not to hang on? Because the statistic says that, if you play baseball for 10 years and don't make it, you're going to be making 40% less than the person who didn't play baseball. Exactly. At that point, when you finally enter the civilian world, and I guess if you're a civilian all along, but you know, they looked at the cost, the how much money those guys actually make and how much they would have made if they would have got, you know, they didn't say specifically like what other job, right. but it's just, I don't know how they kind of compiled that stat, but yeah, exactly. That after 10 years of being in just some job and a, right. accumulate and just growing, um, yeah, 40% less if you played baseball. Oof. Well, it, it just Ugh. shows that you know, sometimes if to, to go big, you you have to take risks, and sometimes it's okay. But Only 11% of the kids who get drafted to the uh, professional level make it to the majors. Right. So that's another tough stat. So – we say this as a lead-in to our Hermosillo update, <laughs> not to uh, darken his story, but uh, he's actually injured again, unfortunately. So he pulled another hamstring. I think he could be okay. I, I, he has kind of that. Uh, he just looks like an athlete, and if he fills out and he's got yeah, this, and he's still he's only been there a couple of months. Is he 18, so 17, 18? Yeah, he's he's all right. He'll be good. I hope so. But oh, well, J.A. Happ's coming back. He yeah, just made his first start. I think he got rocked. Or no, he didn't get he he didn't. I think the reliever came in and gave up some runs for him. Oh, of course. But he's a good he he's a crafty lefty. He's a decent fastball and decent control. He'll be in baseball for at least a handful more years. I hope so. Right. You know, so speaking of that, we, I think we're lucky that we played little league with a guy that made it to the bigs. I know I got a hit off him. I know, I know, I did. I wish I could dig up the old uh, scraps from the News Tribune. <laughs> no, he he was hard. He used to throw it right down the pipe, man. Yeah, oh, I remember. So, yeah, so that's our kind of our podcast for the day. Yeah, oh, well, other local podcasts like to mention: Candid Radio, Nerdy Directive, Twizcast, and Idiot Gamer. Other local stuff. Check them out. Apps. Got any apps? 
No, I, I did download Tumblr. Kind of. Oh, what do you think of that? I hear stuff about that. I've never actually done it. No, it's it's, it's interesting. It? I don't know. It's kind of like a blogging sort of meme kind of hub. Is it video or just pictures? It can be. It can be like uh, little GIF files, you know, or a lot of pictures, okay. a lot of all kinds of stuff. Whatever you don't get in all that stuff. The people post those all the time. I don't... Yeah, I, I don't think it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> I tried it. Maybe I. Some people say that about Twitter, and then maybe go back to it or whatever. I like Twitter still. I I, I find less and less though that I'm able to keep up. It's tough. Oh, I know. You know, I I, I at least have accepted the fact that I'm not going to be able to keep up on everything. So I've got I use a Tweetbot. So when I jump on, it pretty much gives me the the last 40 tweets, and I just don't go back any farther. And I just kind of limit myself that way. And then you can kind of, if you only go back so far, you can actually kind of get through it and just accept that you're not going to get everything. Right. Because there for a while I was like that. I was like, I got to read everything, every single one that comes through. And it's just spending way too much time at work. Yeah. Reading my tweets and shouldn't be doing sure. this. <laughs> sure, I still just waste my time. At, if, if, if occasionally, is the uh, uh, the chive. I'm still hooked on that. Nice. Look forward to it. It's good stuff. Motivational posters or some of the goofy pictures that they show. Did I? I you know, I think I tweeted something. Maybe a link this morning or saw something on the chive. It was like a guy getting charged by a, a goat on a dirt bike with like a helmet cam on. A helmet cam on. Cool. Yeah, and he like couldn't get around it. <laughs> it was a it was a really neat video. Uh, it was on the chat. I mean, I, I, actually, I don't even know if I actually retweeted it or whatever. You did. I saw that. Yeah. I was going to actually put it on the list, but it was video, so. Yeah. I that kind of stuff will make my day pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a simpleton in some ways. Like I'm easily entertained. It doesn't take much. Like I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. Something like that. Like oh, that's hilarious. And because you, it, I don't know how you can make a goat do what that goat did. So at least it's not fake. Yeah. Well, I only got the only app I've got is I like this story, and, and I don't recommend this app, but I'm gonna recommend it because no, that's not the right choice of words. I'm just gonna tell everybody about it. It's for the Android only because Apple has banned it. It's called Send Me to Heaven. Uh, with this app, you can toss your phone up into the air, and the game is to see how high you can get it. It tracks how high you throw it up into the air. And that's the app. Oh, I got an invention, John. Oh, boy. What's that? Well, no. Instead of having to throw your phone in the air, why don't they just give you like a little Bluetooth device, like a little Band-Aid that you put on a softball, and then it tra- your phone can track it. And then I like that idea a lot better than throwing my right. phone up Well, you could air. do that pretty easily. I, yeah, I mean, I could. seems doable. <laughs> Someone could. Seems doable. Seems doable. Right. Yeah, it's just like a thing. And then it hooks up with your phone and... Instead of that, you throw a softball with a Band-Aid on it with a tracking device. Yeah. Instead of chucking your phone. Well, I'm sure Apple is like, we don't have the resources to replace, you know, maybe 10,000 phones right now. Or yeah, we can't warranty these phones if you use this app. That's a good idea, though, Clayton. I would I would stick one of those things on a um, model rocket. Yeah. That'd be fun. Sure. Well, let's get working on that. I mean, okay. from what, I, what we hear, we, in our based, spare time. based on the uh, patent thing, all we have to do is be like a Band-Aid height sensor. And, uh, like, we that's it. Trademark that, John. And <laughs> we're in. You got it. And then anytime Pat- anybody wants to know, I'm sure there, there's probably someone that already has a patent on a similar device. Because it, if not, a troll will come, come get you with some weak thing that says they've got some patent right yeah they'll come get you right i do i, I do speaking of apps um i, I know like one, one of the fellows that i work with uh jeremy who, he works at anderson pools he's actually he's developed his own app for the store for the anderson cool. pool store which i thought was cool like he wrote all the code for it and output it and you know he's getting it on apple and if you're a pool owner and you shop there you can enter all your information and it's going to give you your like schedule for opening and closing and what the chemicals you need and he he wrote all the code for it neat. yeah you know he did he did all the work for the app I'm like that's pretty neat so if you if you if you're an anderson pool customer eventually on itunes you're going to be able to get an app for your iphone and i think he's working on the android version too 
having an app for helping take care of your pool if you happen to own a pool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just learned that the other day. I felt like it was somewhat appropriate given it was our app section of the show. Works for me. Let's do the tweets, John. What do you say? Let's do it. We've got we've got some good ones. Mm-hmm. You want to take it away? Well, I'll do, take the first one. This one's from Wired, at Wired. Uh, it's from August 2nd. Uh, for $300, this company will make a 3D printed mini U. This is followed by a link, obviously, to a, a Wired a magazine article. But they'll basically make uh, kind of a, a doll or a 3D printed version of you. Yeah, if you click yeah, like the link, they show, some, they show some pictures. They are they're neat. They look like little miniature people. Right. Well, we and we had talked about this in the past. The place up by DeKalb or Sycamore Mall up there somewhere, uh, right? Geneva, where you could get get a version of the same sort of thing, a 3D picture. Yeah, exactly. Because they'll use a 3D scanner. Mm-hmm. They'll scan you in, and then they'll print you out. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is from Scott Johnson at Scott Johnson. This is from the 18th. That's two two shows in a row he made the list, so go Scott Johnson mm-hmm. from the Frog Pants Network. Here's the tweet. Ignoring Twitter tonight because I can't see Breaking Bad till tomorrow. It is the way of things. Um, I had to retweet this just because I thought it was funny because I knew you were watching Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and all of Twitter was just talking about Breaking Bad. And it, it's just funny to me, this, this idea in general, like, you know, even though I have a DVR and I like to use the DVR, when you when it comes to a popular show and you're you're involved with you know social media, you know with respect to that show, you know you you, you almost can't use your DVR because if you do, you have to avoid social media for fear that you're going to find out some spoiler or something. I know I'm that way with Doctor Who. Uh, there's a, quite a few people I follow who are fans of it and. Everybody likes to tweet or comment about shows and things that happened. And so if I didn't see the latest show, I'll, I'll avoid Twitter just because I don't want to know what happened. Sure, sure. So, I mean, not only it's it's cool that it happens with TV shows. I think the original version of this has been uh, sports, obviously. Sure. But like Breaking Bad is, I, I don't know, iconic, I think. I mean, and I know actually not that many people really watch compared to major network standards but man it's spectacular and i i hear what you're saying with the dvr thing like you, sometimes you feel like it's must it's still there's we can still have appointment television even in this day and age when i could right now i could go fire up what last night's episode within right. within a minute you know and i still feel out of the loop but you, you gotta be so in that ad, ad campaigns will be happy to know that right or ad agencies. Well, if you, if you didn't know that that show was starting up, you're probably not paying attention, or True. you're not exposed to their marketing, <laughs> which goes without saying. Mm-hmm. It's a good show. You're not a you're not a Breaking Bad guy, right? You haven't. I want to be. I right. just haven't. Just wait until it's done, it John. And then at yeah, some point, I'm fine with that. it could be two years from now. Do yourself yeah. the pleasure of watching it. And I'll I'm not faulting the... you for not watching it now. I just at yeah, some point you'll get the, to uh... it. Right, I'll get the season. I'll do like a marathon. Right, binge, binge watching. Oh yeah, I like that. I usually do things that way. Yeah, and you'll you'll be thrilled to death. You'll be thankful <laughs> that you that you waited. Cause, All right, I'll remember that. Yeah. It's the same thing. There's so many. There's so much good television out there. It's it's, it's impossible to be like keep up with everything. I think. Yeah, how <laughs> oh, can for you? Sure. you? You there's no way. Right, either that or like you. All you do is drink Mountain Dew. Eat fast food, don't clean your house, bathe every other day, and watch TV. That would be it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Right. Oh, I don't know. Let's move on, John. What do you say? Uh, sure, take it away. The next one, I retweeted this one uh, a couple days ago. This is at Option Feed, Options Feed. This is, a, from, I think, from Nick Robleski. I think he, he tweeted it, and he had retweeted it, and I, I saw it and had to retweet it. It's only 40% of federal student loan borrowers are currently making a payment. Uh, obviously, there's a link to a story. Um, it's just sort of a, a, is a, a warning shout out to all those uh, student loan people and, and, and the just financial folks. This is kind of our next bubble. We had the real estate bubble a little while ago. And it, the next one potentially could be the student loan bubble. Uh, it's kind of getting out of hand. It seems that since only 40% of people are paying them back as they owe them, 
a lot of those are students currently. So they, they, you don't pay on it when you're in college. And then there's people that can come out of college and you can get a forbearance or, you know, a year where, you know, you're kind of trying to find a job where the government will say like, hey, don't worry, we'll just charge you this interest. But you start paying us back when you get the money. And a lot of those folks make it so they don't, then they're not finding jobs and they're not making their payments. And it's, it's, it could pop and it could be bad for the economy again. I guess that this tweet was, uh, I said it was via Nick Robleski, but it's zero hedge dollar sign dollar sign. So, <laughs> but it, it was an interesting story, and it just it, and there's all kinds of news out there. It's not like this is sort of like an underground sort of news thing. It's just something to keep an eye on. There was a you know laws passed, or the government was dealing with a potential huge jump in student loan interest rates recently, which kind of caught a lot of media attention. But the problem they're probably trying to raise their rates is because they're losing their ass on all the money they loaned out, and it's costing us. And we have to decide whether we need to. As much as student loans are good, it's this could go downhill pretty quickly. And in the next, I'd say five years or so, I wouldn't be surprised if something. And that's my own opinion. Drastic happened. There's a lot of folks out there that are in dire straits, and they just flat out just forget it. They're they're not paying. Right. And there's, I mean, fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars. I mean, college is expensive, and it's going through the roof. And a lot of people take out. I mean, there's people that have six figures in student loans. I mean, unless you're paying, you know, eight, six, seven, eight hundred bucks, it's going to cost you thirty, forty years to pay it back. You know. It's not oh, a boy. little bit of money. I mean, we're talking huge chunks of change. I don't want to think yeah, about it. I, I don't mean to. Got do kids, and I got to. Someday going to have to encounter that. Ugh. Oh no, John! You just put away. Well, by the time they're old enough, what do we figure? Half a million dollars probably cost me. That should be enough to put them through school. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I think that's probably exaggerating quite a bit. But yeah, I, 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 it's a tough situation, man. All right, next one, LaSalle News Tribune. At News Trib, back on the 7th of August, Woo! no teachers strike this year at Ottawa High School. So that speaks for itself, no strike. So that's good. Yeah. Moving on. I, I, don't, I don't have much <laughs> to say. That was pretty I have nothing to say. Either. They just went on strike. Jesus. No, cool yeah. with your strikes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll take the next one. I, I, I like this one. This is from Kevin Caulfield, the News Tribune reporter, uh, at NT underscore county. Gas prices to remain stable or go lower than lower thanks to oversupply. Winter blend fuel to hit the market mid-September, causing a 15 to 25 cent drop. I uh, hope he's right. That'd be great. See gas come down to like maybe 310, 320 a gallon. That'd be cool. But yeah. Oh, sorry. Got a connection issue here. Oh, yeah? Oh, she doesn't want to be on the show. <laughs> My wife's just told me I smell. I'm sure you do. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Where were we? We were, uh, I was doing the uh, gas prices. That's actually not that exciting. Your wife walking in apparently is much more thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was at the moment. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, I'll take the next one. Uh, Sarah Evans at PR Sarah Evans uh, back on the well no this was today uh, we were just tweeted this suggestions on when to use Vine Instagram video or Mixbit so she just kind of broke it down in her blog had some videos to demonstrate each one uh, I know I've talked about Vine and Instagram video mm-hmm. before now YouTube's got this Mixbit thing out too which could be cool mm-hmm. um, I hope they don't know working. much about it. yeah. It's great. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Sarah. She's great. She is. She's a multimedia mogul. Uh, I'll take the next one, John. This is from uh, AM1220WLPO, at AM1220WLPO. Uh, three months after being hit in the head with a line drive, St. Lead grad Jay Happ returns today to a major – this is our one of our – things we're not a big fan of which is the link to a facebook story but yeah boo but yeah we talked about this earlier so there's no need to dwell on it but yeah he made his way back okay kudos to that one local radio we have one more of course i'm the one who has to read i can take it if you don't want it 
I can say it. Uh, do you know what it means? Do you, do you know what I don't, is? so I'm going to need you to explain this, okay? okay. Well, I that's gonna... part of the reason I, I, I retweeted this, and, I, and then I, actually I thought it was my personal account, and I was like, ah, Ivy Pod, and I was like, ah, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can I'll, read it, and I'll explain it. All right, it's from Patrick Cullinan, at Cullinan23, add hashtag bash, to the shit girls love list along with August Hill Winery, inspirational quotes, coffee, and hard cider. Hashtag fixed. Right. So yes, please explain. Bash I, I... is a new restaurant here in Ottawa. It's a burger and sushi, uh, sushi, burger and sushi house, or yeah, burger and sushi house. So they sell hamburgers and all all different kinds of like varieties or styles of hamburger you know with different fixings on it and then okay. they also have sushi so that's what it is it says uh the same people that run corner 230 mm-hmm. i believe it's jessica Salette, like uh the which her mom is the row house uh and the boathouse uh, tracy's row house and boathouse i believe and then uh, corner 230 and then bash interesting yeah so, so bash is this cool new trendy burger slash sushi joint here in the illinois valley and it's right. been packed, well, from what I hear, every night. And I heard it was spectacular. Uh, it was very good and actually, you know, good prices, too. Oh, considering, good. like, I mean, and, and, and from what I hear, it was just a kind of a concept idea, and it, it actually seems like it's working. So I'm kind of looking forward to trying it out. We'll see how, how good it is. I will probably stick to the burger part. Well, you, you never know, John. Uh, you like fish, right? I like fish, Okay. yes. You you never know what you might might like in sushi. Mm, okay, it could blow you away, man. <laughs> no, it's amazing flavors. <laughs> well, I don't know if we have a winner. Oh wow, jeez. Maybe they're all winners. One of those weeks. What do you think? Oh man, I leave it to you. I don't know. I don't want to pick a winner. Yeah. Okay. I, we if won't. anything, let's pick the pick the guy that's never won before, and I don't want to pick a radio station or a reporter. And Sarah Evans has like fifteen thousand followers, so. Geez, no, she's up to like ninety six. Okay, I sold her way <laughs> short. Can't pick her. We can't pick Wired Magazine. No. If anything, we just give it to Patrick Cullinan for for giving a a, a plug to the burger and sushi house. Sounds good to me. Yeah. He is the winner of tweet of the tweets week. of the week. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. What's if, if anybody's looking for like a cool link to a video, look up Best of Vines of 2013. I John and I talked about this before the show, and I wanted to bring it up, and I didn't fit it into any other part of the show. But um, if you look up best the Best of Vine on the Chive, there's some decent videos, and they're six second videos, just like the Vine, and like six minutes of them. So it's like a hundred of them in a row, and it's it's kind of interesting to watch them as they kind of come together and it's almost like a, an art sort of piecing the different types of them together it, yeah that's a awesome. cohesive video it's kind we'll of an interesting concept i sort of did you tweet it or are you going to tweet I it i don't know if i did I, I i can please do yeah let me sign in uh, <laughs> i don't use twitter on my pc much oh yeah me neither i should i mean i have it said i have the uh app for it on my mac but you know, yeah, I, I probably um, do it from the Ivy Podcast account, John. Hey, did you have anything else to talk about? I do not. I guess that's about it. Yeah, we can close out this show. Uh, I'm going to do some research for upcoming show on this whole Elon Musk thing that's been all over the the web. Yeah, no. Uh, this hyperloop. I want to. I, I want to save that. Let's save that. That's a. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by that. I, I just. It's funny you bring that up. I just read up on it today, and it was. I was like so. All right. It's like described as sort of like rockets and air hockey table. <laughs> yeah. I dig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, good. let's, let's blow this pop stand and, and okay. we'll reconvene in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. And, uh, okay. Uh, uh, ivypod.com is the website. Ivy podcast on our favorite thing, Twitter. Uh, we are on Facebook, ivypod and mail at ivypod is our email. Uh, we like to thank Music Machine again for sponsoring the show. And, um, yeah. Oh, and thanks a lot, Johnny Durango, for sending me an invite to your beach uh, bonfire thing. Jerk. Like I can go to it. 
<laughs> is it in, in California? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> He's thinking so anyway, of you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm J on Twitter. I tweet geeky stuff. Right. And you, you tweet stuff about guys on motorbikes ramming into... I, I, yeah, I, I retweet Deadspin constantly. So. Deadspin constantly. <laughs> so just follow right. them. Don't even bother with me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I guess that's it. Yeah. I'm done. Nice. See ya. Bye. Do it again. <laughs> I will do it again. All right. Let's do it again. All right. Oh, uh. Ugh.